Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Everyone's off to have fun and to help others have fun. Fun size. Fun size. Fun size. Yeah, I call it fun. Hi, this is Max and this is Bob and Sherry. Fun size. This is a shareable taste of our show. In this episode, a listener leaves a talkback message about sad books she was forced to read when she was in school. So this is not sad. I mean, it's called fun size after all. And with Bob and Sherry, this takes a hysterical turn. Hi, I'm Dr. Kim, the parentologist. As a wife, mom, therapist, and all-around juggler like most of you, I lead a hectic life, and sometimes that means indulging in foods on the go that my stomach doesn't always agree with. Thankfully, Pepto-Bismol provides me fast and effective relief for all kinds of upset stomachs. Having a little too many guilty pleasures at a family barbecue or birthday celebration may lead to indigestion or heartburn, so I always keep Pepto on hand to get fast relief when I need it the most. Pepto-Bismol, use as directed and keep out of reach of children. It's talk back time. You know, you can call the show on an actual phone any time of the day or night, any day of the week at 844-52-SHERRY or that's 844-52-SHERI or you can download our free app and um, there's all sorts of features. You can listen to the show. You can listen to the podcasts. You can tap the little microphone in the bottom center of the screen and talk and the app will do the rest. Dog movies. Oh, hi, Bob and Sherry. Max and doc you're talking about dog movies i have made it my mission to not watch any doggy snuff films and i find that far too many films that have dogs in them tend to be films where the dogs don't make it to the very end period oh sorry and i just wanted to add a really horrible one that I don't know if you guys watched, but if you did, it was probably the worst dog movie and dog story if you read the book that ever existed. And that is Where the Red Fern Grows, period. Oh, I did it again. It's... It's it's a classic. It's an American classic. But it's really, really, really sad. Little Ann and Old Dan, if you have not checked out that movie yet and you don't like movies where the dogs don't make it to the very end, I don't mean to be a spoiler here. Don't watch that one. All right, that's all I wanted to say. And also, Thank I you. really enjoy you guys and looking forward to uh, every Thursday when I get to see you guys live. That's all. Have a good afternoon. Bye. The phrase doggy snuff not- film... 
Yeah, I the love phrase it. doggy snuff film will stay with me forever. Yeah. Can we talk She couldn't for bring a herself to say the dog dies in the movies. She would only say the dog could, didn't make it to the end. She couldn't bring herself to say that phrase. I get it. I want to talk about the book she shouted out, the movie she shouted out, Where the Red Fern Grows. Right. Where the Red Fern Grows was a, an assigned reading book in my fourth grade elementary school class in Etna, Wyoming. Now, I was a child who sobbed bitterly when Charlotte died at the end of Charlotte's Web. Mm-hmm. And I was living with two squabbling parents, a violent father in a house with no TV, radio, or phone, in abject poverty in a frozen wasteland, when I bring home my copy of Where the Red Fern Grows. <laughs> I'm in fourth grade. I wanna, I wanna, Max, we need to adopt her. You know, she's, <laughs> in, she's suffered I'm too in much grade. in this world. Oh and God. now I will tell everyone that did not have Where the Red Fern Grows as a signed fourth grade reading what it's about. It's the story of a little boy named Billy back in the 20s or so, thereabouts. His family's dirt poor, so Billy saves up for two solid freaking years to buy a pair of hunting dogs, Red Bone Coonhounds. And he names the dogs Old Dan and Little Ann. And boy, do they have adventures. They're hunting this like legendary ghost raccoon in the mountains, and they're inseparable. They hunt and they hunt and they are Billy's best friend. And when they get a raccoon, Billy sells the raccoon skins at granddad's store and gives the money to his parents because the family is real, real poor. And then one day they're out there in the woods and Billy gets attacked by a mountain lion. But old Dan and little Ann, them coon hounds, they're not going to let Billy get eaten by a mountain lion. So they jump between him and the mountain lion and a ferocious battle ensues. I'll tell you what. Billy and the dogs manage to best the mountain lion, but poor old Dan gets a fatal wound and bleeds out and dies. A few days later, little Ann dies of grief over losing her buddy, old Dan, the other dog. So she she belly crawls up to old Dan's grave and dies on top of it. And you know why they say where the red fern grows? Because apparently there's some woodsy country freaking legend that says that a red fern symbolizes sacred ground. And that grave where those two dogs died is sacred ground. And that's where the red fern grows. Folks, it is only by God's miraculous hand that I didn't kill myself in fourth grade. And that I survived to host the Bob and Sherry show to this day. What kind of way is that to do a child? That is so wrong for a fourth grader. Are you kidding? Fourth grader. I know that it's a classic like our caller said, but oh my God, that's a little too much. I was sobbing in the living room. Here comes my father, GFL. Those were his actual initials. And yeah, go ahead and good luck with him, right? Here comes GFL. GFL says, what the bleep are you crying about this time? And I'm like, old Dan died of a mountain lion and little Ann died of grief and now both the dogs are dead. And my father said, is that a book? Yes. And he goes, that's not real. I'll give you something to cry about. So you can see how in the midst of all of the hardship and deprivation, there was still nurture and love. Yeah, that is something. Let alone reading it at that age. Yeah. In the middle of Wyoming in the winter. Without enough food to eat and no winter coat. 
yeah, where right. the red fern grows. Oh, my God. All right. We're going to pause here. I may come back, and I may just get in my car and go to therapy. I don't know which is going to happen. Thank you so much for listening to Bob and Sherry Fun Size. If you like it, please share it with your friends. And don't forget, Bob and Sherry do Facebook Live, 7 p.m. Eastern, most Thursday evenings. Check that out on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. And go to our website, bobandsherry.com, B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. We have a lot of new stuff in the Bob and Sherry store, including some new cat t-shirts you're absolutely going to want to have if you own a cat. And with all of our podcasts, remember to subscribe, rate, and review.